best friends forever. Until one host says something wrong about the other host's favorite character. Why would you say such a thing? Talking all things supernatural and sci-fi television, it's Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. Greetings, listeners, and welcome to another episode of Talking TV with Liz and Lindy. I'm Liz, and we are thrilled today to feature a very special guest, Miss Sarah Desjardins. How are you? I'm awesome, Liz. How are you doing? I'm doing wonderful. Thrilled to feature you here today. And for those listeners um, that recognize Sarah, she plays Maddie McAllister on the daytime Emmy-nominated series Project MC Squared, which is in its third season on Netflix. Congratulations on that, by the way. Thank you. It was so much fun. I got to be like a super spy, so I I like lived my dreams, my childhood dreams on that one. <laughs> I know. I think that's everyone's adult dream, too. So don't be ashamed to say it. (laughs) Amazing. So I love this show because um, just personally, I think it's great when young girls get exposed to, you know, science, math, engineering, tech, and just let people know it's okay to still be girly, but also fun and smart. Um, And this show just really, it really highlights that. So is that something that really drew you to the show when you first heard about the role? Of course. I was so excited because I think something that this show does really well is um, kind of encourage girls to educate themselves and be confident in that fact. And just as you said, that they can be fun and cool and beautiful, but they can also be smart and pursue their interests and not be um, uncomfortable or scared to just because it's a male-dominated field. We need to change that anyway. I know we definitely do. I mean, and plus the fact that the premise is secret agents who use their super smarts to just save the day makes it even more fun. I love that so much. Exactly. I love that they do that. There's so many like experiments and things that they do to be successful in their missions. So has it sparked your interest at all or were you already a fan of technology or have you gotten more into, um, and are there any sources that you read or just have you developed more of an interest? Well, it, it's funny because it's not something that was my strongest suit in high school. Um, but uh, I've definitely become more interested in my boyfriend actually is very interested in coding and he's just starting to learn how to do that. And it's definitely like encouraged me to kind of inquire more about what he's learning and what's going on. So it's definitely sparked a more like, I guess, more interest in me to be more educated in all sorts of things that relate to that. Exactly. It's almost like an awareness thing. We just weren't really aware that, well, I mean, like getting, you said, just changing how females are in the world of STEM. It's, it's not that we don't want to, it's that it's almost, there wasn't really opportunity to learn about what you could do with those skills. It's true. And even, there's even something going on. I believe Carly Kloss, the model, she started a campaign or it's like a class that you can take and it's called coding with Carly. And it's just to encourage girls to like educate themselves in like that field. And I think that's so cool. I love that. Yeah. I think I read about that on her Instagram or something and I was like, Oh my gosh, you're stunning. She's the coolest. coolest. (laughs) She totally is. So (laughs) I mean, you're kind of on a girl power path. You also play Catherine on Van Helsing, which I love that show so much. Oh, I'm glad you like it. It was so fun to play her. Um, 
she is very interesting. <laughs> um, it's funny because the character evolved so much from when I originally auditioned for the role. Um, I think how I would describe her, rest in peace, Catherine, um, <laughs> is that her motherly instincts really took over <laughs> to the point that she kind of, you know, lost control a little bit. <laughs> I, I think that, because um, how she was described when I auditioned for her is that she was very strong, but like her instincts towards Callie, the little girl in the show, were, were the main like descriptors of her. And I think what happened is once Axel kind of jeopardized Callie's safety, just being under the pressure, and I feel like she was such a guarded person that being under the pressure of this like post-vampire apocalypse environment, and when she almost lost like the one thing that she was, I think was the center of her world and kind of keeping her grounded, I would almost say, Mm -hmm. That's kind of when she went insane. So I know a lot of people were happy when she um, passed away. (laughs) (laughs) She kind of of lost all grit completely. But um, I think that's where it was coming from. I totally understand when people people were tweeting at me and being like, I'm sorry, but I'm so happy she's gone. And I totally (laughs) understand. But I think that's where if I had to like try to rationalize her actions, that's what I would say. Oh, definitely. I think that's with any apocalyptic show, too. It's when you have these characters that have the one thing that their humanity is still tied to in this dire world. You know, you're going to go a little nuts when you can't cling on to that anymore. For sure. Um, But I'm so excited with the direction that the show is going. I don't know if you're still watching it, but um, because I once I passed away, I I don't get the scripts anymore. And I just love what's happening. Are you caught up? I want to say something, but I don't want to give it away if you're not caught up. (laughs) I'm not caught up. I'm only, well, I'm two episodes behind because we have um, another one of our podcasts, Brad and Court Talk. They cover all of our sci-fi shows and gotcha. um, yeah, so they just had Rukia on there recently. And Rukia is lovely. I love her. Oh, she's so wonderful. And they just, they've had a few of the different stars on there. And so I have, I haven't been listening to those yet because I'm like, you guys, I, I can't yeah. like, I, we have to have another editor look at it because I'm being a bad binge watcher right now. Like <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Well, I will just say that um, they finally revealed who the killer is. Oh. And I called it. I so called it. I knew it. <laughs> oh, I love that. You're still geeking out over it. That's so amazing. <laughs> oh, totally. I also like I've got to know everybody so well when we worked on the show and I definitely want to see what happens and support them as well. Oh, of course. I can only imagine when, I mean, that cast, we were were fortunate enough to be in the press room at San Diego Comic-Con, and I was like, this is like the sweetest cast ever. They're so great. (laughs) They're so great. Well, I also read somewhere that you're a big Gilmore Girls fan. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, yes. (laughs) Did you watch the revival? I did. Okay, just, well, first, tell me your team, Dean, Jess, or Logan, and then tell me your thoughts. <laughs> okay, well, I've re-watched the whole series countless times, um, and I was always, I honestly never really disliked any of them strongly, um, but I was always Team Jess. Duh. Where where are you at? <laughs> oh, that. I'm team I'm team Jess all the way. He's the only one okay, that always reminded her of her self worth. I think. Yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. Um, but 
I just recently watched it all the way through again right before the revival with my best friend because she'd never watched it before. And I will say I'm still Team Jess all the way, but uh, beforehand I hadn't really ever really liked Logan, but he grew on me this time. Still wasn't my favorite, but... (laughs) I agree. I just think that Logan, I will have a full opinion on him when his world, like, comes crashing down on him because his life is so perfect that, of course, he's that charming and amazing, you know? Yes. So have you watched the entire revival? I did. Okay. It sounds like you feel the same as me. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. What'd you think? I feel like they completely destroyed Rory Gilmore as a character. (laughs) Yes, thank you. That was my whole thing. I'm like, if she's annoying, you know, she yeah, she was annoying, but it's because she was, you know, growing up. But the one thing that we could hang on to was her ambition, and it's like she lacked all of it. She lacked all ambition. She said no to Logan in the original, and now she's having an affair with him, even though he's going to get married. She mm-hmm. has a boyfriend. She has a one-night stand. Like, none of this makes sense. Yeah, she's a hot mess. Yeah, the whole thing, and I understand that they were trying to do, like, oh, she's having a midlife crisis or something like that, but she's 32, and she already cheated previously with Dean, and I would have thought she would learn from that. It just seems really not Rory Gilmore, like, as a character. It just seems so, like, it doesn't fit in the show, even. I agreed, and so I had to, like, I have to cling on to Emily Gilmore's development because I feel like that saved everything for me. Yes, I, I really liked how they did that. That was great. She was just, and it was just so sad how he passed, you know, and it was so sudden. I and I thought they really paid homage to him in a lovely way. Me too. I thought that was very successful. And I feel like, I kind of felt like the whole wild, uh, like, homage was a little unnecessary. <laughs> yeah, um, I have to admit, I fast forwarded through some of it. Yeah, what what's happening, Liz? What happened? I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think it was going to be the most amazing thing I'd ever watched, but it was a lot worse than I thought it was going to be. I know. I just think they just, like you said, uh, I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's They didn't stay true to Rory Kilmore, I think. No, it, and it wasn't even like I feel like it was Alexis's fault in the way that it was acted. I just felt like they story-wise, they didn't stay true to who she is as a person. <laughs> Exactly, exactly. So that well, kind of wrecked it. For I me. know, it did. I, I'm on the same page as you. And in talking about a different type of revival, so yeah. I wanted to quickly ask you about, so you're a little connected to the Harry Potter universe. In a you, very small way, but it's really cool. <laughs> but who cares, girl? You're part of it. You starred <laughs> as J.K. Rowling's younger sister, Diane, in Lifetime's Beyond Magic Words, the J.K. Rowling story. So I are you a Harry Potter fan? Um, yes. <laughs> it so. was the cool. It was, it was actually the first job that I ever got. Um, and I was very excited that that was my first job <laughs> because I, I definitely love Harry Potter. Have you seen Fantastic Beasts? Yes, and I really, really enjoyed it. Have you? I really liked it. It's not that I was expecting to not enjoy it, but I like it exceeded my expectations. I think I really loved it. Agreed, agreed. And I'm I'm a little bit older than you. I think I'm like six yeah. or seven years older than you. But when the movies came out, I was the same age as Daniel Radcliffe, and so oh, okay. But I mean, we're close enough to an age to where don't you feel like the Fantastic Beasts grew up with the original? Like, people around our age that, you know, like, they made it for us. 
Completely. I think that's exactly what it did. Um, and it made me really happy. And so I, I believe they were originally going to make three movies or they were going to, Yes, they were going to make three, and now I think they're making four or five, and I'm okay with it. <laughs> I know, right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love it. Well, um, okay, so we've established that you have amazing taste in television and film, <laughs> which is great. Um, Perfect. And, yes, everyone, please check out uh, Project MC Squared on Netflix. The premiere date was October 12th, so you can binge watch all of the available seasons now. And Yes, check um, it out. It's all there. It's so good. It's so good. And it's even, you know, I'm older and I love it. Like, it's just a really, <laughs> really great show that every young girl and boy should should definitely give a watch. Yes, it has a very good message. And they fans can, of course, find you on Twitter, correct? And Instagram at uh, at your name. So, yeah, just spell out your name. Yeah, at Sarah Day Um, Good luck spelling my last name, but if you Google it, it'll pop up. <laughs> Yeah, we'll put it in the feature. So we'll they'll Perfect. we'll make sure that they can find you. Thank you so much for joining us today. Thanks so much, Liz. It was awesome getting to talk to you. I'm glad we have similar taste in all things. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we could just talk about this for hours. So I'll let you enjoy the rest of your day. Oh, you too. Thanks so much, Sarah. Bye, Liz. It was nice to meet you. You too. Cheers.